0: Need something to keep the kids busy this July? Have your kids join the Washington Wizards this summer virtually. The Wizards Basketball Academy is offering free virtual summer camps presented by Under Armour starting on Monday, July 13th. There will be three one-hour sessions per day for four consecutive weeks. The sessions are open for boys and girls of all ages and will focus on skill development that can be done at home with minimum equipment. Sessions are filling up fast. Learn more and register your kids today at dcfamily.com virtual of
1: camp. Wizards fans, welcome to another episode of the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group and part of the Wizards Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jackson Filio. All podcasts on the Wizards Podcast Network are available wherever you get your podcasts and are featured on Wizards Radio 24-7 and the Wizards app. You can follow the Wizards Podcast Network on Twitter, at WashWizardsPN, and please subscribe, download, rate, and review wherever you listen. On today's episode of Off the Bench, Zach Rosen, Chris Gehring, and I discuss the Wizards' arrival in Orlando, the news that Bradley Beal will not participate in the restart due to a shoulder injury, and the other major storylines as the team prepares to begin its on-location training in Orlando. Welcome to another episode of Off the Bench. We are making a lot of headway here as the league and the Wizards approach the restart. We're recording this. On Wednesday, Tuesday night, the Wizards arrived in Orlando. Uh, luckily, we have Zach Rosen on the ground with the team, who starting now is going to be able to give us a really cool inside look at the way this this entire process goes down in Orlando as the Wizards and the NBA look to take on you know, the monster that is this restart. It's going to be a lot of fun, but it, it's going to be going to be super interesting behind the scenes, and I, I think we're all really excited to have that behind the scenes look. We launched. Yesterday, the Wisney World blog, which Rosen will be running to keep all the the fans and followers updated on things behind the scenes, plenty of fun content with the guys, everything going on in the hotel and at practice and and press conferences and post-game and pregame and and things like that, just to try and give everybody a a full look at what this really, really unique experience is gonna be like. But Rosen, why don't you start us off just by kind of taking us through the last twenty-four hours, which I'm I'm sure it was pretty crazy on your guys' end as the league goes to, to pretty great extents to make sure that this is safe for everybody and that everybody arriving in the bubble is doing so safely and healthily so that this thing can get started smoothly.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, I <clears throat> just want to say that the work that our medical team did leading up to this moment cannot be underestimated um, they did an absolutely phenomenal job to get us to this point. Um, and, you know, Dr. Daniel Medina, his staff, particularly Jeff Banks, was the head athletic trainer, um, just really – they took care of everything. I mean, I know they, they didn't have a choice. Like, that's their job. But, like, the systems they put in place in our practice facility, the systems they put in place getting on the plane, making sure we had proper PPE – And then same goes for the NBA. Once we arrived on the campus here, they gave us as much PPE as we needed. Um, They really, you know, right when we got here, I guess I'll backtrack before then, but, you know, we get on the plane at Dulles, which is where uh, we left from. And, uh, you know, everyone had to wear a mask. We were provided food when we got onto the plane, temperature checks. um, Everyone who boarded the plane needed to have Uh, Negative tests the previous couple days in order to get on the plane. And, you know, the plane ride was like any other plane ride. They came through with water and snacks, but otherwise the flight attendants were kind of left to their own. The players, the staff, myself, we just, you know, did our own thing, watched movies, listened to music. You know, I was filming a lot of stuff, um, just looking through some of the content that we got leading up to it. And then we arrived. We actually had a police escort (laughs) to get us here, which it was 10 p.m. Or 9 p.m. by the time we landed, so I mean, there wasn't a ton of people on the street, but they're on the highway. And then once we got here, um, we went into orientation with Mark Tatum, the deputy commissioner, which was kind of cool, just to see him front and center. Uh, Dr. Leroy Sims and some other um, executives from the NBA spoke to the team. Uh, it was pretty brief. Then everyone got tested, got their PPE, and were sent to their rooms for what's going to be a 46 to, uh, sorry, 36 to 48. Our quarantine is if you've seen on uh the Wisney World Bubble blog, there's a lot of food involved. There's a lot of precaution involved, but trying to keep everyone updated with some fun stuff. Um, you guys just heard me on on the phone with Ish Smith, um, Troy Brown, a lot of guys are getting involved in you know, staying busy and doing fun stuff. Admiral Schofield and Troy are playing video games to pass the time, for example. Um, there's a Zoom workout coming up at noon. We got yoga coming up at six. So you know we're staying engaged and staying loose before we can practice presumably on Thursday if everything goes well.
1: Yeah. So those you mentioned it's a thirty-six to forty-eight hour quarantine window and obviously some testing requirements to come out of that. And then uh, what does it look like after that? It, it's straight into normal practice routines that they'll go through as the guys ramp up for for scrimmaging, correct?
0: Uh, yeah. There's a, a ramp up process in place in terms of you know contact and you know, how many coaches can be on there. Es- essentially, they want to be able to go to five-on-five five progressively. Um, still, everyone needs to wear masks that's not on the court. You know, the play- non-players, everyone needs to wear a mask. Everyone needs to wear gloves. Um, myself, I basically, when I'm not in my hotel room, I need to wear a mask. Um, we have these bands that will go off if you're within six feet of someone else. If you're not keeping your distance. Um, and we get tested every day um, in the morning. There's a symptom check and, and all that good stuff. Uh, but it will be, you know, more, more of a natural, like, summer league feel where you're, you're just practicing every day. Um, but the, the ramp-up will be different just because of the inability to, to go straight to that five-on-five. Five. I, I presume there'll be three-on-three. In the next couple weeks, you know, obviously before that scrimmage, but I, I don't anticipate those scrimmages to feel like a real preseason game quite yet. I just don't think teams are going to be at that level.
1: You mentioned ramping up toward five on five and team practice stuff. We've heard over the last ten days or so, with some media availabilities, just how interesting that process has been. The lack of full team practices and workouts and things like that to this point, everything has really just been individual stuff. So, you know, it, and it's not even starting later this week. It, it, there's more time between now and and when the guys start five on five. So it'll be really interesting to see how guys adjust with, with really a short ramp up time when it comes to, to the full, full team workouts. But to this point, the focus has really just been individual work and conditioning and, and things like that.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: How's the, how is the food? I mean, we've seen, so I heard a podcast on ESPN talking about the food I have read your first blog just talking about the, they give, they're giving you options and it's all right at your door. Like we talk about convenience and I know that there are safety precautions behind the reasoning here, but I mean, you've got some, you've got quite the spread.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the idea goes into it, you know, after quarantine, we're going to be in a meal room, you know, staggered and all that. And, the concept is we want, they want to be able to offer us all the options that we would get that turns into being delivered so much food um, that the menu is like 10 items deep and you kind of, you know, you decide what you want and then you can keep something or you can just give it back. So um, the food was really good last night. Just had some breakfast. It was also good. Um, I think it it got a a bad rap. I don't know if Troy Daniels just had a different hotel or it's all made by the team nutritionist. So Whatever your team nutritionist did to work with Disney and presumably the other team staying at your hotel, like there's been a ton of thought that went into it. So, um, I, you know, I want to praise our nutritionist, Sue, who did a great job with this. I know she's worked super hard on it and she's been a great resource for us during quarantine as well, just to give some of our fans ideas.
1: Yeah. And it's always funny when things like that take off. But these guys, once they get out of the quarantine window, are going to be treated to some some more visually appealing spreads, I would I would presume. But let's transition to the other big piece of news from Tuesday afternoon. Just before the Wizards left for Orlando, uh, Tommy Shepard announced that Bradley Beal would not be attending or participating with the Wizards uh, in the Orlando restart as he continues to nurse a shoulder injury that had been nagging him for a lot of the season. And Tommy talked a lot about how it was just that that stunted – uh, restore process and how it wasn't the full amount of time. And just when we're talking about eight games here, it, you really need to make sure the guys are at 100% and not in a position where they're going to injure themselves and uh, you know, jeopardize things for next season. I think Tommy talked a lot about uh, weighing the importance of eight games versus 82. And you know there's going to be an 82 game season coming up next year where the Wizards have, have a lot of optimism about what they can be and you know, making sure Brad is right for that and not putting himself in a position to to worsen something that's been nagging him for a while I I think is a prudent decision Um, but certainly changes things for the Wizards going forward here I don't know if you guys want to comment on you know anything that that Tommy said or or go straight into you know how it changes things going forward but what were you guys takeaways from the I I
2: think that you know he's Tommy was exactly right and I think he's been I really appreciate that Tommy has been consistent in his messaging about what this season means for this franchise, really since the season started. Um, and this situation with Brad is something that, that he's been dealing with before. Um, you know, he doesn't feel, and the team doesn't feel like he can be fully ready to go and it's not worth the risk. Um I think that that is, I think that's a really, really smart decision. They obviously know that next season is a huge season for this franchise. Um, John Wall is back to full health and then we'll be ramping up to being in basketball shape next season. And that's when you want everybody to be ready to go. And I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't give Brad that opportunity to do the same. Um, he played a ton of minutes this year. He had a big load on his shoulders. And I think that, having both of them ready for next season, Davis Burton's included, hopefully, um, that gives them the, the chance to really reset for a full year, presumably hopefully get a full training camp, all those things, um, and get ready to hit the ground running. But it also coincides with the team's goals of developing young talent this year. They're going to get eight more games of really just, I mean, for Troy Brown, for Rui, for – um, Thomas Bryant. I mean, these these are huge opportunities for them to take on expanded roles. All of them, in some pretty high leverage games. When you think about it, I mean, they have a chance to to make some noise. And I, th- I think for all of these guys to be front and center in that situation is really valuable
0: in their young career. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Rosen? You know, talking to people leading up to it, I I was, you know, I think selfishly we all wanted Brad to play. Right, you know, you want your best players to be available, but I think when it be, it came down to the reality of the situation, you also look at what's happening to the Brooklyn Nets with their testing and their injuries. That it was it, I believe it's the right decision. Um, it's all about next year, right? You know, we're presumably not going to win a championship this season. Um, making the playoffs would be great with this young team we brought down, and and it's been all about development. So let's see what these young guys have. We need to evaluate them. We'll see them go up against elite competition and we'll see how they can build some chemistry. And, you know, Brad, John and Daphnis will root from afar. They'll hop on Zooms. They'll be a part of the team. You know, they're the leaders of the team, the three of them at, at the end of the day. So um, it it made all the sense in the world. And, you know, I'm glad that it was a joint decision between Brad, his agency, the wizards. Um, it, it makes a lot of sense. And, um, you know, you just, you need to be healthy going into next year with John coming back. That's just, again, the bottom line. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. And and in terms of what Brad will
1: be doing in the meantime, Tommy Shepard talked about it a little bit yesterday during his press conference. He's he's not going to just be holed up in his house. He The goal, uh, the plan is for him to be rehabbing a little bit, getting that shoulder back to where it needs to be and, and staying active and fit. And, Rosen, you mentioned checking in with Zooms and being participatory with uh, all the different things the teams are doing remotely. And just one more thing in, in terms of the opportunity for the young guys. We, we compare this situation in Orlando a lot to Summer League, but more so because of the mechanics of it, just because guys are all stationed in one location and playing in the same arena and things like that. But when you talk about the actual competition and the minutes and the experience that the guys are going to be getting, this is not Summer League at all. This is, this is eight important games for a lot of teams. And then if you're lucky enough to play well in those eight games, playoffs. Not the same playoffs we've seen in the past, but the NBA playoffs. This isn't summer league. This isn't practice. This, you know, these are real important moments that guys like like Troy, like Rui, um, like Thomas Bryant, like Mo, will, will all be able to to take in and and, and learn from. And uh, you know, uh, with Brad and Davis being out, that opens up a lot of minutes. It opens up a lot of scoring opportunity for guys that are now going to be able to do it in games that really, really matter. And I think that's exciting when you consider the Wizards' long term plan and where they're headed. So um, I I think that's certainly one of the biggest things that everybody will be watching for as things get started. Um, I think another one of those things is how guys come back and handle uh, so much time off. I I think you really never know how guys are going to respond to that, whether it's positively or negatively. They've had a, a lot of time on their hands to uh to work out to get better at certain things but and, and we've seen interesting stories about this from across the league guys have access to all sorts of different resources and some guys I mean we know, we know some guys in the league have access to home courts and things like that some guys have been using uh you know parks or you know makeshift basketball situations that they've had to come up with to stay to stay fresh and to stay fine-tuned um you know Thomas Bryant's body transformation over the last couple of months he, he cut down on a lot of body fat and looking in really good shape. Rui talked a lot about uh, working on his jumper, making sure he didn't lose that over this time, but also working a lot on his court vision and watching a lot of film and stuff like that. Mo talked about uh, kind of slowing the game down for himself and making sure he's in control and uh, is able to better handle himself in the paint and maybe cut down on some fouls and things like that. In terms of changes to guys' games or mechanics or, you know, who may have you know, really updated their game from the last time we saw them. What are you guys looking for as things get going there? I
0: think uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more ball handling from guys like Troy Brown, uh, Isak Bonga, and then just watching the offense run through Rui will be super interesting. Um, I think this gives Jerome Robinson a, a bigger role, it, it lets Shabazz Napier kind of be the real you know head of the offense with with Brad out um so you know know, like we're saying just gives opportunities to guys that the Wizards need to get better looks at um the one position that they're deep at is center um so I'm interested to see how they divide that time up with you know Mo, Thomas Bryant, uh, Jan, AP there's a lot of bigs so can you play them together can you um you know, figure out a way to make sure they all get to play. Um, so I'm interested to see what, what Scott Brooks does with that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think seeing Troy
2: I, I think seeing Troy do both, you know, maybe more – taking more charge as a scorer but also as a playmaker. I mean, we, we know from the time he was drafted, those were the things that people pointed out about Troy Brown. He can make plays. He can attack the basket. He's a smart, cerebral player. Um, I think it'd be – I'm really interested to see – how that continues to grow in a more focused role. And I, I, we talked about on the last, but I think, but I I totally agree about Jerome Robinson for many of the same reasons. I think that he, he is a more dynamic player than, than anybody's gotten to see at the NBA level yet. Um, But hit very much like Troy, his, his scouting report coming out of college was that he could do a lot of things on both ends of the floor. Um, The wizards are going to need that. And I, and I do want, want to say as well that the goal of this team next year and we're, we're kind of beating next year to death maybe a little bit too much but the goal of next year is to be a playoff team to be a competitive team and a lot of these guys are going to be on this roster next season when john and brad are counting on them to be you know being a supporting role on a playoff team is is still a big big role and a big responsibility and multiple guys on this roster in in Orlando right now are going to have those responsibilities are going to have those expectations next year and getting a chance to play in these big moments and hopefully deliver in some of them um, is going to prime them for, for some really important minutes next season. Yeah. And I think
1: one more big item that we've heard a lot of talk about, and I think it, it revolves a lot around the young guys is the defense and what that will look like when everything comes back the Wizards started out really really rough this season on the defensive end and made some headway in the last couple months of the season uh Ish Smith talked the other day a lot about how you know you never want to be as 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 bad as the Wizards were defensively early in the season but some of those struggles are to be expected and he said that he wasn't even really surprised by the improvements that happened just as the season went along and guys got more comfortable and better at communicating with each other defense is hard especially on young players and the communication aspect is going to be really, really interesting as things get going because everybody's watched a lot of film over the last couple of months. People are locked in on schemes and have an idea of what different teams did earlier in the season. But a, we don't know if those are going to be the same things as everything restarts, and teams have certainly made updates to ways that they approach the game. But also, you know, have teams been able to maintain that chemistry and communication that they maybe had back in, in March when we were playing? So. I think that's another thing we're all looking out for big time is if the Wizards can just get that defense up to average level, then that will a bode well for them now and, and give them a chance to, to do some things going forward just because of how, um, how potent the offense has been. And it certainly won't be the same offense without Brad and Davis and things like that. But um, you know, the defense is certainly the point that they're locking in on, on trying to improve first and foremost.
0: Yeah, I think now that this group has, you know, been in such communication now, it should help. That was their biggest issue besides being young is they just weren't communicating. Um, and I think, you know, like Jan me, and Ish Smith can teach this group a lot. They're the only vets here or, the you know, over 30-year-old vets, I'll, I'll say. And I think they can, you know, really speak to them. One thing I will say about this group that's here, they are here to play, you know. Not that you know that your superstars aren't, but these guys have so much to prove. They have so much to gain from this experience and everything to lose. So you're going to see everyone locked in. I have no doubts about that. And I think you're going to see that across the league. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. Yeah. Well,
1: unless you guys have anything else that we need to hit, I think we can wrap it up for for this episode of Off the Bench, Rosen. Best of luck as you continue your 36 to 48 hour hotel room quarantine. Please continue to keep everybody updated on how things are going. Uh, like we said at the top, we encourage fans to check out the Wisney world blog that we just launched on Washington wizards.com. Um, Rosen is going to do a great job. I think over the course of the next month, giving everybody the you know, feet on the ground, look at what life is like on this Disney campus for everybody. So As always, stay plugged in, follow the the Wizards social channels and and wizards.com because I I think now more than ever, you're gonna get a really, really interesting inside look at everything going on and and around the team. So uh, for the three of us, uh, that is it for today and we will check back in soon.